All right, everybody, welcome to the Confession Post podcast. This is Morgan Rector and... And uh, Vaughn Dark. As always, we take postings from confessionpost.com, people, things people have confessed to, their personal things, things that they're often troubled by, and uh, ultimately they want people to comment on them. They are perhaps offering solutions, and we're doing it as a podcast. So um, I guess I'll start off uh, this week, stomach and vor fetish. I don't know if the word vor was meant to be another word. I've never seen that word before, V-O-R-E. There's new shit popping up all the time. (laughs) That is true, yeah. I don't think that Microsoft Word or the Internet can keep up with all the new slang terms. So um, That's true. So this person's talking about a stomach fetish. They say, I am a 19-year-old male, and I've always had a fetish involving female stomachs. I love listening to them digest or when hungry. I presume he means like uh, hunger pangs, stomach growling. I love rubbing and kissing them. I love playing with a cute navel. Moreover, I also have a related fetish known as a vore. There's that word again, where I like to imagine being swallowed whole by a giant woman. <laughs> oh, I think I know what he means by vore. I, okay, it sounds familiar now. Like, it's like vortex. Oh, yeah. Vortex. You know, it's like almost like shorthand for vortex. I think. I think. Like, don't quote me on that. But, like... I went down like a rabbit hole a, a, sl- a little bit with the eating stuff. Like I wanted to know what the fuck was up with this. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like what's up with like that? Like is people, they, they want it. Like we were talking about like uh, feeders and, you know, people who eat whatever. And yeah. then there's people who want to be eaten and then you know what? There's also like the cannibalism side of it. When you think about it, like just think about all like the eating fetishes that there are. People will just watch people eat on YouTube. Oh yeah, there there are women who make money doing that on right? like fans or whatever. Sure. Yeah, and and then they're like, okay, so I was just informed about. Is it mukbang? Something like that. Yeah. And it's basically like it's that. Like it's people eating and the sound of it. And like some people like it. Or it's like relaxing. It's like, you know, puts you to sleep. But it's like that that to me is not it <laughs> that's the kind of shit that keeps me awake. <laughs> like what the fuck? Are you eating right now? <laughs> well, I'm looking at the definition on Urban Dictionary right now. So oh, for, sweet. For, okay, cool. I need to know what this vor thing is. Is it like... It's short, it's short for vorophilia, a fetish in which one fantasizes about being eaten alive or eating another creature alive. But so how how did they get vorophilia, though? Well, I don't know, like, the, the suffix. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to be like, where's the root of orophilia? Is it, like... Well, su- the suffix philia refers to, like, a fetish, you know... Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Action. Um, 
so uh, yeah, Vor. I, I don't know. Maybe it does have a connection to Vortex. Um, I, I want it to so bad. That'd be so cool if it did. <laughs> the most common type of vor is soft vor. You mentioned that being swallowed or swallowing whole with no bloodshed. There's also the less common hard vor, which involves the tearing and chewing of flesh. Other types of vor include macrophilia and microphilia, in which one character involved in the vor is larger or smaller than normal. Uh, might, many might associate vor with cannibalism. However, most vor files do not favor cannibalism. Vor is an imaginary fetish. That is, it is impossible to perform in real life in the way most fantasize, unlike yep. most cannibalism. Maybe they should do that in like uh, <coughs> those porn games. They're always advertising on porn sites now. They should. They might. They should just do that. I mean. Yeah. Okay, so the closest thing that I've seen to that was not, like, quite, like, eating so much as being inserted into somebody. And it was something that I seen, like, way back in the day, the early times of of the internet. And it's basically, like, guy gets, like, inserted into woman's vagina. He's bald, which I'm like, wicked, that's, like, (laughs) that's a pro. You yep. would, you're gonna want to be pretty clean shaven for that, but um, it's I'm sure it's fake. It can't be real. Like the way that it looks, it's like there's a prosthetic or something there, and it, like it's it's like similar to that part in Ace Ventura too when you get. He gets birthed by that fucking rhino. Yeah. But the opposite way. (laughs) Well, I mean, if if a baby can come out of a woman's vagina, maybe a guy could stick his head up there. Well, he was, yeah, I mean, he's a full-grown man, and I'm like, I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying I'm very skeptical. Depends on the guy, too. (laughs) Well, like, I knew a girl in high school. Because, I mean... I've seen some unbelievable shit. Like, there's some... Okay, so just the other day on this What the Fuck page on Facebook before I got banned, um, there was this chick, and she was basically... She had, like, this long, like, dildo thing that, like, went... Like, she... She was basically, like, sword-tricking that thing. Like, it was down in her. Like, it was way down. And she's just, like... She's looking at the camera, and you're like, I have, like, I'm weirdly turned on by this. Because she's got that look on her face, like, oh, my God. But, like, she knows what she's doing, obviously. She totally knows what she's doing. But she's, like, pulling this thing out like a fucking clown pulling out fucking those, like, scarves. You know what I mean? It's just, like, there's no end. You're just, like, where the fuck, like... And she's looking at you like, oh, God. You know, like, it's actually really good. <laughs> it's a good video. Definitely good video. But I'm like, you know, I've seen that come out of people's butts. And I'm like, okay, crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, they're doing the same thing that she just did, only it's like, yeah, the other way. Damn. Well, <laughs> you probably have to practice with like gradually larger objects in order to give that the rectum increased elasticity. You know, 
because it's not technically designed for that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna agree. Um. Yeah. I. So eventually- but also, like, <laughs> on the other tip, it's like sometimes it's like if you're into that, it feels pretty good. So like. Why does it like? Why does it feel so good if it's not really like meant for that? Do, do women also have <laughs> an A spot? What's that? Do women have an A spot as well? They say men have an. A well, spot. you can reach her G spot through there because it's only like a thin membrane. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? Like when you think about it, like every like it's right next to each other. So like. You hit, you go in there on a certain angle, you're going to hit some good spots. Yeah. So, like, yeah. The A spot is, like, basically the G spot. Hmm. Oh, and I mean, like, there's, like, a few different orgasms, like, we can have, right? So, like, the G spot is a whole other, like, it's its own entity, but you combine that with, like, a clitoral... Um, orgasm, and then there's a uterine orgasm, which I'm thinking is like more your DV, like your double penetration category, <laughs> you know, where like women are screaming, crying, and shaking and shit like that. Because I mean, but I mean, you got to be also open for that as well. Because like if you're sexually closed you're not going to have that happen in your lifetime and you, and you won't get to squirt as well right i think you're yeah gonna... i mean well that that happens both vaginally and anally right so so what is the verdict on that is that urine or is it just like the same same kind you know of... a lot of people are fighting about that i think it's a little bit of a mix of both like it's it's kind of like its own entity because i know when i'm really hydrated i will do it like but um it doesn't smell like it you know what i mean yeah like sometimes it does a little bit and sometimes like i guess with certain people like it does it can have a bit of a color yeah but like I think that's more or less like if you don't take care of it in the moment, like, or, you know, take your precautionary precaution things, you know what I mean? Like, throw down a rubber sheet and some towels and, like, whatever. Well, the body does have reserves of water, like tears. Tears are just water. Oh man, like you're like you're like not well, not ninety percent water, but you're like a lot of water. Yeah, like or sweat. So. There's actual just clear liquid water in your body, so maybe it's just like that, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, cause I like I said, like when I'm like really hydrated, it's easy for me. But like, I don't always do it all the time, you know. So. All right, I'm looking up this now. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you're like, no, I need to know. You know what? No. <laughs> according to New Scientist, um, female ejaculation comes in two forms. That's what scientists are saying. 
Um, so the, the so-called female ejaculation. Um, some women express liquid from their urethra when they climax. For some, it's consists of a small amount of milky white fluid. This technically is the female ejaculate. Other women report squirting a much larger amount of fluid, enough to make it look like they've wet the bed. Um, so they say the milky white fluid comes from skein glands, tiny structures that drain into the urethra. Um, so yeah, that's that's how they weigh in on it. Uh, Crazy. But yeah, they they they're not saying that it has anything to do with urine, though maybe it passes through the same areas. But. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's one of those things. It's like it triggers a response that like that maybe they don't really know just yet. Because, like, they're not really looking into it. You know, I don't think there's anything that's, like, this is pressing knowledge that we need to find out. Like, what is it? Because, like, it's just, like, I mean, <laughs> I think those people are, like, man, we got so much shit on our hands right now. Let's just let the people do their memes about it. Let's let them sort it out. Whatever. Like... Aren't women supposed to go to the washroom after they have sex to, to urinate? Isn't that something? That yeah, um, and it's mostly just to make sure that you get, like, anything. Because, I mean, when you're having sex, there's a lot of, like, in out, in out, in out motions, right? Like, and your urethra is pretty close to that. So fuselage or bacteria or anything like that could get pushed up into oh. your urethra. So if you don't go pee, and I mean, sometimes this can happen too, like with guys who are a bit dirty, because I like, (laughs) yeah, I've had a couple, couple of those, like, I mean, they were clean, but like, apparently like they weren't clean, you know what I mean? Like, like I found out later. (laughs) What's that? No, it's not like we wipe after we use the washer. Well, I mean, like, there's only so much you can do. And I mean, like, sometimes, like, you're fucking in the spur of the moment. And you don't think to go grab a fucking, like, wipe and wipe your dick down. Like, I get it. (laughs) Or maybe he had sex with another woman, like, very soon before you. And maybe bring someone else's. Oh, yeah, but that's something that we can tell. Like, you can smell. You know what pussy smells like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I mean I do I used to know a woman who I said she knew, down, she knew when her husband had cheated on her like she could smell it when he came in so yeah after fucking I said I said I know what pussy smells like I was like oh fuck the door's open like my oh, parents do know that about me but it's not like they need to hear that right now oh one of your parents heard it <laughs> they're just in the other room I don't uh, know how loud I am sometimes. I got I got my headphones half on my head, so I, don't, I really don't know how loud I am right now. Right. <laughs> Being the mother of a woman in 19, in 2022 is very different than it was in 1922 when you would have been married with kids and your husband probably would have been like the only man you've had sex with. So I'm sure they've resigned or, themselves. Or you, know? you just fucking. Oh man, no! Like if you're from the East Coast, you're more likely to have a bunch of kids, and oh, you might have fucked like your old man's friends. <laughs> eight fucking kids by now, probably. Oh yeah. Barefoot no, uh, my my mom's like one of many. 
Oh, which yeah. is like it's great. Like I love like finding this shit out. So I think it's great. <laughs> she oh, yeah. has a pretty colorful past, and I fucking love that shit. <laughs> well, maritime women are are tough and uh, well, men aggressive, and and you got to figure if they've got those characteristics, they must really like to fuck because people oh, yeah. have, people have like a strong masculine bent to them tend to be like that. We need kids to help the fucking help work. That's what it is. <laughs> that too, yeah. All right. All right, so... Uh, it's my turn. Uh, yeah, your, yours is up. <coughs> One sec here. Uh-uh. Trying to get my screenshots. There we go. I'm going to start with a short one and with that long one, I think. <coughs> Gaining to become fatter. Ever since I was in my teens, I had wanted to get extremely fat. I started gaining in 2009, and it has been a slow process. I want to be able to take up multiple chairs and have a really big, a really big, um, have a belly big enough to that, so that I need to have something to rest on. I love getting fatter, and I'm looking forward to when I'm able to barely move. Mm. I don't identify with that, but I do in a way. Well, you know, I, uh, you know? <laughs> well, I'm into BBW porn, and it's interesting because some of the women that I've, well, I wouldn't say followed over the years, but certainly... Their material keeps coming up over and over. Some of them have died, which is kind of weird. And you wonder, like, is it is there anything wrong with jerking off to a, a dead woman? Oh. Like, ultimately, no. I don't. I, I, I kind of love that in a weird way, but. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. There are probably, like, famous women who died long ago that men still be off to, like Marilyn Monroe or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, or like Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't think of these women being corpses, you know, when I'm fans <laughs> of them. But, but yeah. like, once you find out or once you know they're dead, doesn't it, like, sometimes it ruins it a little bit for me. Actually, you know what, you know what ruins it for me is if a, this is a really stupid thing some poor models do is where they might appear with their boyfriend. It's like... I get that I'll never meet her and she's totally free to date, but the fantasy is that I get to have her and it's in my imagination. But yeah, you're with their boyfriend or husband, that kind of ruins it, right? Because totally, it takes it away. Yeah, yeah it's a bad. That's history. like one of the first things I learned when I like worked at a, um, a hair salon. You know, like I learned that shit there. Not that, like, but it's like you want to make. It seemed like you're not taken. You'll get better tips, you know, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, uh, yeah, if it's like a stripper started dating the owner of the club, which often happens, I think that they probably make sure to keep that on the down low because the customers wouldn't want to give her any money for lap dances if they knew she was proper to the management, you know. Yeah. Because the fantasy. Yeah, totally. It's the fantasy. You want to keep that up. 
And yeah. like sometimes like they'll even go so far, go so far as like not putting that on their profile. And I've done it. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to advertise that shit. Because, like, it's not like I want to date all these people, but it's just better. Sometimes it's just a better, more comfortable experience, you know, like, yeah, for whatever reason. You know, but anyways. That, hold that thought. I got to do something with food. <laughs> <laughs> he back have i ever told have you heard the story my uh alex trebek brownie story no okay so he was mostly straight edge right no alcohol no drugs and but yeah. his vice was chocolate so he's at a party one day like friday night and somebody has laid out a tray of brownies and so he's like all right cool brownies so he's <laughs> Well, it turned out they were like hash brownies or weed brownies, and he had, oh, he, he was so stoned he had to spend the night, and he didn't leave until like Sunday night. He was that <laughs> like the next night, he, like <laughs> went his entire life without ever taking anything like that. Oh then, my god, that's amazing! I'd be like, yo, I'm fucking taking care of Alex Trebek. He ate too many pot brownies, and like I would totally like. There'd be too many people that would like try to sneak in and be like, "Yo, <laughs> look, look what I'm doing right now." <laughs> I love him. He's so wholesome. Yeah, you um, you can buy can of butter now, which is totally legal here. So you can make those baked goods, and it's totally legal. Oh man, I want some brownies. <laughs> uh, well, they- I've been like fucking craving some sweet shit like so bad. Oh, have you oh. seen Reese's has these squares now? It's a mix you have to buy, but it's the peanut butter with like chocolate frosting, so it's a Reese's square. That sounds really good. Oh my god, I love like Reese's like well, uh, Reese's pieces, those chunks, with like yeah. the mini cups. Oh yeah, those yeah. are. The I, mini cups are mint. Like the mini cups are my favorite because it's like. The perfect mixture of fucking the perfect ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. Well, like, I had, and I, oh, sorry. Go I was ahead. Say I had a legitimate like Reese's Pieces addiction once. I'm not. I'm not joking. It I went from small them, boxes to like two large boxes a day, and then I started buying them in bulk. Like it was a bonafide addiction, like fucking crack. It was really weird, but. Okay, so Reese's Pieces and Jelly Bellies. Like, yeah, those two, good. I eat the fuck out of those. And Costco got the big-ass bags of fucking Jelly Bellies. And at Bulk Barn, you can buy, like, they, they stock them individually according to flavor, so you could get... Oh, um, yeah. But don't ever buy the sugar-free, because basically yeah, it's a laxative. I learned yeah. that way. The no, Haribo just, fucking gummy bears were that. Yeah. And like any any other fucking candy that's sugar free is like that. And also Arizona iced tea. There's a it's a, a light green tea, something like that. Don't ever fucking drink it. Like you'll be like literally you like I it was like projectile shit, like and liquid. Like just liquid. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was pe- like, what the fuck did I drink? <laughs> like, am I dying? I actually thought I was dying. I, I legit thought I was dying. Oh. <laughs> I, I, like, didn't think it was the drink at all. And I'm like, wait, I, like, this is, like, a liter of this shit. And I drank half of it. So, like, maybe it's the tea. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Well, they yeah. say green tea is good for you, but I don't know. I don't want to drink it. Green tea is actually really good for you, but you got to get the proper shit. Like, there's, like, there's actually places out where you are that you can get, like, the tea bags that are proper. Actually, if you go to Chinatown, out where you are, and you ask for, like, proper green tea, like, they'll definitely give it to you, um, but you'll, chances are you'll get it loose, and... The thing is with green tea, it's kind of particular. You have to have, you have to boil boil your water to a certain point, or let it cool off, and then pour mm-hmm. it over the leaves because you will like kind of fuck with quality, and you can't let it steep for too long or it'll get really bitter if it's really good green green tea. So I guess you use that that tool where you put it inside of the thing and it's it's like a yeah. Metal. Yeah. It's like a sifter, you yeah. Know, you like can, or yeah. or like a bulb, you can stick it in a bulb that kind of does that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, but, yeah, green tea is like super good. It's like honestly, I highly recommend it because like you can drink that almost any time. I feel like the caffeine isn't terrible in it, but it it actually is. <laughs> I heard in green tea it can be more so than some coffees with the caffeine, but yeah. um, it like it helps your immune system, your metabolism, um, it helps with your skin, it helps with all kinds of stuff. It's really good. Well, yeah, and then going back to this whole gaining thing. Uh, oh yeah, there's, <laughs> whole, there's the lingo. There's there's the gaining the gainer. Uh, the act of gaining feedy and feeder, those relationships where someone's actually yeah. giving them food. I guess if I was dating a woman who decided to do this, I would have to say to her, you know, like it's to me, it's attractive. But at the same time, I don't want you to do it for me. I want if, if you want that, do it for yourself because I don't want the blame. I don't want anyone looking at me like it's my fault. She weighs 800 pounds. Now she's going to die of a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't yeah. my conscience. So, yeah. And also, yeah. yeah. I mean, on, on that same tip, I don't know if I could live with that, like, being the one that facilitated that, you know? Like, it's like I contributed to their death, you know? Like, I'm not sure if that's something I'd be willing to, like, go through. And I already have someone in my life who's immobile. And They'd have to pay me for that. Yeah. Because they'd have a lot of emotional fucking shit to deal with after. And, you, and do you want to warn somebody? Because that's what you're going to have to do when it's when the sex isn't happening. You're going to be taking care of them, wait, waiting on them, and that's not fun. Well some, well, some people who enjoy making them immobile are totally fine with that. Like I saw a documentary where there was this couple. The man was pretty much normal weight, but his, his wife ended up setting a record. She ended up weighing 1,000 pounds. Jesus fuck. Yeah, she was more or less immobile, but she decided to lose weight because 
they adopted this little girl and she wanted to be there for the kid. He was, but he hated that. He didn't want that to happen. He was like, no, I want her to be this big. And he was really unhappy about it. And he was talking about maybe even divorcing her if she gets, you know, if she, she ends up in shape, losing all the weight. Because it, your family be it's pissed. heavy. Yeah. And uh, I mean, honestly, like the amount, like you, you're financial drained. So like either you have that shit taken care of yourself. You know, yeah. like you have it covered or you find somebody who wants to financially kill you, too. Like, you know, like they're like, you know, I'm actually donating money instead of just my time. And, you know, I, I've, like, noticed, that's <laughs> I've noticed these people who end up weighing, you know, 700 pounds, 800 pounds. They almost always have a significant other. That's more the norm than the exception. Whether it's a man or a woman, they almost always have a, a spouse or something. It's yeah. Most people would think, oh, if you were that big, no one would want to date you or marry you. But it's not true. I don't know. They always seem to have someone around. Yeah, totally. Like this like, guy. I don't know. This guy used to appear on Geraldo's old show. It was called Hambone, and he couldn't get out of bed, and... They had to shoot the segment from his bedroom, and he had a wife. You know, she was sticking it, sticking in with him. So, yeah. Know what to say about that? Uh, Rabo, to all right. So I think it's my turn now. Boy, we're really gonna have to. I'm gonna have to edit this episode a lot. Uh, oh, that's all good. Like you. <laughs> Cut a little bit of the Jeopardy song out. <laughs> yeah, reduce that a bit. Uh, so <laughs> the title on this one is Waste of Time. Uh, do you ever feel like you ever just feel like you wasted your time on someone? There's this guy I found attractive. He was really nice looking, and I just thought maybe his face would match his personality. When I heard him talk for the first time, it wasn't his voice. It was when he it was what he was saying. He sounded like a complete pathetic douchebag. My time was wasted. Thoroughly unimpressed. Have you had that experience where you were really attracted to someone and then they opened their mouth and everything just deflated, you know, it was just like Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> as soon as you're in front of them, like you just can't like you seem like a complete, like, I don't know. I call it being a schoolgirl. Yeah. Just being awkward as shit. You know, because it's just like, like, I don't know. And it's so fucked up. It's like the one thing that I've noticed, like, sometimes in those situations, it's so funny that you act that way. Because sometimes they're actually that way, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're you're picking up on their energy and you don't realize it. You know? As far as guys go, no one gives us advice on what to say. Nobody does. There's, uh, I mean, people, there you can find information on what not to say, but there's no information on how to go about it exactly, how to talk to a woman in that context, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the less interested she is, the worse it gets. 
because he's trying to draw blood from a stone and it just ain't there. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's just like. I don't know, like, I mean, I get in those situations, like, man, like, I don't know why my brain is blanking, but, like, you know, I'm good in other situations, you know, like, why can't I be good in this situation? Why can't I just be, like, and, like, you know, just shoot the shit, whatever? Why am I, like running through my head over analyzing everything and oh that's stupid don't talk about that like <laughs> but as a woman you can just you can just sell yourself visually you know you can just fall back on well, that no i mean face value is good but like i'm always i've always been like because oh, i've known so many people in my lifetime and like it's weird like everybody like i've actually had like the good fortune of knowing a lot of really cool interesting people that are like all different flavors of like you know like face value stuff like there's like this dude i know in edmonton um and he's a ufc fighter and he's like so good looking great tattoos beautiful body right and he's just like not the like not the first person I would think that would fuck with me, right? But yeah. we hung out, like, we hung out a few times. Like, we, like, I, I dated, like, first time I hung out with him was him and his partner. And then, like, we actually hung out a couple times, like, on our own. And that was cool. Um, And, like, you know, we still actually talk from time to time, too. But not like that. Like, it's just like, hey, how's it going? It's blah, blah, Because he's cool He's actually pretty cool. He was a weirdo. And I feel like he didn't know how cute he was. Mm-hmm. He Or he does know. But he just, like, has a different mindset. You know? Like, he appreciates people for being people. Like, he could be pretty and all that. But, like, you know, some people just have, like, certain charisma. Is he kind of, is he a big deal in the UFC? No, 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 no. He's like, it's like lower class UFC, like local UFC, like local stuff. So like an Alberta based. Yeah, Alberta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it wasn't anything like he's like, he's good. And he's like pretty ripped. He could be like, yeah, he should be like more of a model. But anyway. um, Does he make a living from it? Is he that? um, I think he's a personal trainer. I think that's what he does. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he told me, like, he spends, like, four hours in the gym, like, doing what he does. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you've got to get paid for that. So, I don't know. I would think that personal trainer would be, like, the best bet. Yeah, I imagine. Right, I think you're up next, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, okay. no, I want to – actually, I'm sorry um, – before we go on, my my response to this one is actually going to be two pronged. Um, well, the yeah. one thing is that yeah, I remember I worked at this place and there was a guy there who was like, it's funny because this was in '99 when Ricky Martin was huge and he looked a lot like him and he he definitely capitalized on that with women. But I noticed like one by one, they all just lost their interest because he was just really narcissistic and full of himself. 
But it was interesting to see them go from like, oh, wow, you know, turning heads to totally disappointing them one by one. And they were just disgusted with him. Oh, <laughs> into himself. Right. Uh, but then, then a whole other thing, too, is a waste of time. So I just had that happen to me. So like, I, I don't know if you've ever told someone you love them and they didn't say it back, but it happened to me more than once. So, yeah, I definitely feel like I wasted my time with that person. Yo, so, yeah, totally. If that happens once, get the hell out immediately because it's probably. Sorry, I was like, I was just scrolling through something and an ad came on. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you ever- oh, yeah, I'm supposed to find my thing. That's what I was doing. Fuck. Stupid ADD. Have you ever been in a relationship where, like, you love the other person less than, I mean, no, they, you less than you love them? Wait. I, they love me less than I love them? Like, there was an imbalance of, of love where maybe. Oh, man, there's been lots of imbalances and it's been like, I feel like it's like a roller coaster with some people because, like, I go through, like, I feel like I go through, like, this weird infatuation phase right away where I might take time for people like for me to grow on somebody you know what I mean like I'll be into them like so much in the beginning and I mean ah and then like they're like into me like fucking six months later or something like that six months to a year whatever like Depends on how long they decide to kind of hang out, like, if we're good enough friends and stuff. Because, like, I don't know. Um, I like to establish a friendship now. I like to make sure I can hang out with them after. You know, like, I want to actually have, like, a engaging conversation from time to time. Well, yeah, you're not going to be you know, having sex hours a day. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's just some people, like, honestly, I'll hang out with them with, like, the drop of a hat because it's easier. It's, like, whatever. Like, it's cool. I don't have to try. They don't have to try. I mean, just, like, sit and watch something and, like, enjoy that. And, like, it's cool. But, like, there's some people, it's, like, the energy's weird and you feel like you got to talk. Or something like there's just like it's I don't know it's hard to explain. Well, what was weird about my most recent relationship is basically I was the woman, I was the oh. <laughs> I was the romantic sensitive one who wanted the commitment and and she was like the guy so she just kind of dipped in and out and so that that was a weird thing to have happen but whatever that fell for the wrong person I'm sure I'm not the only person who's done that. Amen. So. Oh, <laughs> I'm like I'm 40 and technically single, so yeah, <laughs> I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> I wasted 10 years, and honestly, like, there's this whole like, what if I did this instead? You know, what if I did this thing instead? But I don't know if like that's that would fix anything. You know, like. So nobody is ever able to talk you out of it as well so even if someone did say something half the time you're you could be so in love that you're pig-headed about it you know oh totally 
Yeah. No, I mean, I I didn't listen to people's advice for some things. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, it's good, it's good. <laughs> and right. then I mean, then there's the people themselves lying to you like bold face. They're looking at you like dead in the eye, and they're lying to you, and that's always fun. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that probably happened to me too. Oh yeah, it's like you know everything's gonna be like this. Um, you know, like, yeah, it's, there's, there's so many song lyrics that I can bring up yeah. for this. <laughs> like, ah, like, <laughs> but anyways, let's move on. Well, well yeah, there was a, oh. there's a tragically hip song called Fully Completely, and he's, he's oh, yeah. writing about, like, the woman's feelings that she's saying, like, you're going to miss me fully, completely. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I relate to this. This is so sad. All right. Uh, you're, you're going now with your second confession. Yeah. <clears throat> Feeling naughty. <laughs> it's lunchtime, laying in my room with tissues down my pants. I wish someone would catch me stroking myself. I wonder how I would feel if it was another man. If it was you, what would you do? Okay, so it's hard to tell whether or not this is, like, a man or a woman. I yeah. think it's a man. Well, I, I did get caught once. Well, one time I wasn't aware I'd been caught. It was told a long time later. Um so <laughs> Well, when I was like 15, I I was stupid enough to do it in the living room, and my mother called me when I came in. I had to pull my shorts up. That was oh, pretty. Geez. It's not something I want to be caught doing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been that caught? Isn't no, um, no, not really. Um, I mean, I was caught, but like that was like it was a different kind of caught, like. I was with a friend, and I was, like, embarrassingly young, and, like, I have a feeling, like, she saw something on her, like, parents, like, she probably put the wrong movie in one day. Her parents weren't around, and she's seen some stuff. So we're, like, playing doctor and house and stuff, and she's, like, you know, all of this stuff is her idea. Mm-hmm. So anyway, like, I think... Um, I think it, I'm pretty sure she must have saw like the wrong thing. Um, so yeah, we get caught. Um, and yeah, mothers were talked to. Oh. I like couldn't really like explain it because <laughs> I'm like I don't know. Like <laughs> it was like I think her name was Stephanie. Were you it was Stephanie's to- idea? Were you allowed? <laughs> Like, were you forbidden from hanging out with her after that, or? Um, yeah, for a bit. And it's funny when I was like 16, we went back to like visit my parents. I think they like totally forgot about that. Like, they must have. My mom like was my mom was a recovering alcoholic at that time, so like maybe she did forget about it. So, um, yeah, we went back there on a camping trip. 
and I met up with a few of the people that I grew up with, like, back then. That was, like, in 89 when I was there last. So it was, like, seven or eight, something like that. Anyway, so um, when I went back, we, like, we went to Stephanie's place. Stephanie, like, barely changed. She still looked, like, super little. Like, it's, like, almost like she didn't hit puberty, hit puberty yet. And I was, like, I was, like, 16 at the time, 15, 16, something like that. And I'm, like, why do you look so little? Like, this is weird. Like, you're almost exactly how I remember you. Like, <laughs> wow. and I'm, like, legit, like, it was weird. And she would not look me in the eye either. <laughs> like, yeah. And at the same time, I'm, like, bitch, this was your idea. Like, you did that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have known about any of this stuff. Like the only thing I'd known about was fr- French kissing before you. Like, <laughs> Damn. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> so anyway. So what? Uh, so what? How would you feel? Like, say you were living with a guy, and he was like masturbating to porn. Like, would I, that make you uncomfortable or? I mean, it would in a way where I'm like, yo, like, I'm right here. We can fuck. Like, I would I would like to fuck. Like, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> you know, there, are, there are people who have, like, more than one fetish, you know, and that, that's a whole thing. Yeah. You know? yeah, I had a partner um, that, like, I kind of caught him. And he was literally doing it just, like, right behind me. Yeah, really? Yeah. Wait till you turned your back and just started going at it. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, I saw, like, what he was watching in the fucking digital reflection in one of the pictures we had hanging in the wall. (laughs) Oh, was that awkward? Yeah, it was. Because I was a little offended. I was literally, like, right there in the room. Like... (laughs) I was like, come on. Okay, so, like, drinking and drugs were involved. I'm just going to say that. But I'm like, yeah. really, like, why would you, like, like, you could talk to me. <laughs> well, maybe maybe there could be, like, a compromise where he still watches porn, but you jerk him off. There's that. Oh, well, totally. I mean, it's not like we haven't done that before. <laughs> or It was just weird, you know, like. Yeah, or watch or, the- yeah, there is. We were open, you know. Well, but anyways. Yeah. All right. So my last one is entitled, I am 39 and approaching 40 really soon. I partially chose this because you're about to hit big four. <laughs> so it goes, I am 39 and approaching 40 really soon. I feel like I have messed up my life. I wish I could start over again, but I realize it's too late. So this is a short one, but I it's kind of, the type of confession that opens up a Pandora's box of sorts because I feel like, I don't know. I wonder if most people might feel that way, you know, like I think we all do. My life didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but I'm just starting to accept it now. I mean, it's just there's nothing I could do about it. You made well, plans, but you know, yeah. But. Yeah. And I mean, I had like, Oh my God, throughout the years, like, if you compare all of my goals from, say, when I was, like, when I started making goals as, like, a 
preteen, you know, started like thinking, oh, that's what I want to do and this and that to like when I got out of the house and I realized how the world works and you got like, you know, real with it. You're like, okay, well, let's make some realistic goals. I legit thought I would own a house by now. I thought I'd be settled. I thought I would have like a wicked stable career. I thought I would have kids. I thought like, I thought I would have all these things and I literally have pieces of things. <laughs> well, when I was 17, I thought I'd be like a rich rock star by now. That's, that's oh, what... yeah. No, when I was 16, I thought I'd be making music videos. And look, you know what? I'm so glad I didn't, like, fucking take that career. Because, I mean, well, I mean, if I did, I could be a director. Well, it, it, it seems like there's not nearly as many being made now. No, music videos aren't a thing because, like... Who plays music videos? Yeah. Well, they still exist. I think. They, yeah, on, they still do. On YouTube or Vimeo or whatever, but I don't. Otherwise, <coughs> it doesn't seem like there's any point in doing it. Now. But Sorry, my them. vape is killing me. <clears throat> it was just a regular like vape. <clears throat> oh, I thought you had like uh, some kind of illness. I thought you were actually sick. But, nope. <laughs> forgot how to smoke this thing yeah I, want, <laughs> I wanted to make movies actually from the time i was 18 for 25 years and the life shat on my dreams and so yeah that- yo i feel you like that like i wanted to do more short stuff like i mean music videos i was like really big into floria segismondi and she like went from doing music videos to she did the runaways Oh, yeah, she made that one? Yeah. Spike Jones started making music videos. Like, well, actually, you know, he started making yeah. skateboard videos, and then he made, like, a couple of videos for, like, the Beastie Boys. I think he did some yeah. and, um, Fat Boy Slim. And then he started making features. So that used to yeah. be a break into the industry. Yeah, totally. Like, and, I mean, I never really thought about that. It's, like, when I, when I just thought about it, I'm, like, you know, like, music videos aren't even a thing now, but then when you talk about those people, it's like, well, that's where I could have gone. Um, And, I mean, all these people, like, once you get a shoe in somewhere and you're making lots of money or you get your first few dollars, it's all about investing. Investing and, like, you know, keeping that creativity going where, like, you don't become invalid. You have to keep being valid. Well, it's really hard. It's really cool that Halifax has an industry now. I mean, I don't remember that existing when I was a kid. We had an industry for a while too. Yeah, yeah. Like in '95, like we were killing it. Yeah, I was watching Dolores Claiborne, thinking, "Wow, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was shot near Peggy's Cove, but it was the same kind of terrain, and because uh, yeah. no, it was a lot like. It's Maine. actually, I think it's Maine, because that's a Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, Maine, yeah movie right yeah uh, yeah it was not a bad movie though probably one of the best that's been shot down there yeah yeah and i i told you about how my uh how my mom um knows well we lived in the same town as stephen king like he he lives in bangor maine 
Yeah. And yeah. like mm-hmm. every Halloween, they'd like, they're like, we're taking by Stephen King's house. I'm like, no. Because I was super young. And like, oh, you were scared. You know, I was like, no, no. Like, ah, like. Well, apparently he doesn't actually live there anymore. Like, I guess. No, he's like, he's got places. He's he's good. He's set, man. He's set. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, he sold over 14. Oh, no, sorry. Over 400 million books. So I think he could afford a second house for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fucking A. Buy some additional real estate. Um, I'd I'd love to have, like, at least, like, two houses, two places, like a cottage. Yeah. Actually, two cottage-sized places I could bounce back and forth to. And maybe, like, one, like, super small fucking New York-sized apartment somewhere. (laughs) You know what I mean? As far as the cottage goes, I wouldn't bother to have an actual house built or buy a house. I would just uh, purchase the property, put up a trailer there, and live there. Like a trailer park. That would be cool. But, I mean, I'd like to... I. If it's, like, got well water and stuff, well water is the shit. It's so tasty. It's the best water you'll ever have in your life. Yeah, it's true. I love it. Like, that's the only thing that, like, I kind of, like, I both love and hate about here. Because well water, you can't just have baths all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Because it's a lot of water. So, but, like, drinking it, oh, my God. It's so refreshing. It is good. It's really, it's better than (laughs) water for sure. That's some good H2O. Yeah, me too. Like water boy fucking shit right there. High quality H2O. So, yeah, as far as turning 40 goes, you know, our society. Oh, yeah. Fuck, we went way off track there. (laughs) Our society has all these ideas about what you're supposed to accomplish at this age and this age and this age. But it's different can, now. Life can throw a monkey wrench into those plans very easily. Things can throw you off course and uh, like health problems or financial problems. And Things were way easier back when our parents were, you know, killing it, being young and stuff. When we were like wee babies. It was so yeah. uh, It was way easier. You know, my dad. OK, get this. He told me. That back in, like, it was, like, 89 or something like that, my grandmother sold the house that they grew up in for a hundred grand. Oh, wow. That's peanuts. It's it's in B.C. and in a place where that shit would be going for a million now. What town was this again? In Burnaby. Burnaby? That's close to Vancouver, right? It is, yeah. It's not far. Yeah, even in even in Burnaby, that would. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ! And then like, yeah, this is like honestly, you can't like, you can't afford a fucking place. Like, best you can do is like three grand or three hundred grand, four hundred grand, if you're lucky. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, Vancouver is uh-huh. one of the highest standards. I mean, out here, out here. Vancouver, different story. Yeah, yeah, that, it's one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in. And interestingly, it also has one of the worst ghettos in the world, the east side. Hastings Street. Yeah. It's, it's, just it's a the longest ghetto. 
yeah, it's just bad news. You guys stay away. Willie Picton's prostitute victims were walking that street when he picked them up. So this is one. All right. So what was your last confession? One second. Okay. It's called Chased It for Nothing. I became friend with this 40-something-year-old washed-up crackhead junkie of a woman with a kid. She is an absolute... I still, like, don't know what this R word means. Ratchet? We'll say ratchet. Maybe wretched. Absolutely. Well, no, it would have started with a W, I would say. It starts with an R. Well, they may not have known that it starts with a W. Some people... Yeah. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, ratchet, wretched with a record. She, she told me she got arrested and I looked on mug, mugshots.com. There she was. She looked like she just rolled out of bed and got smacked in the face. Makeup everywhere with an ex-con-like stare. A real dangerous woman, but with a righteous, I judge everyone type of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. She lives in a nice house somehow and was a strip once was a stripper. I know she is no good at all, but I want to bang her to see how it is. Put it in that old crackhead Poonachi. <laughs> I, I can relate. Squeeze them them drop dropped drop titties and say yes. Kiss the cigarette crack smoking mouth of hers. <laughs> tug on that hair and smack the A. I gave her a pill to relax and left her house. Later on, she said she wished she could cuddle with me. Then that put the seed in my head. So a few days later, I brought up cuddling, and she thought it was a good idea. Then I asked, pushed the idea up to hooking up. She liked the idea. Then I pushed and asked that she send me a nudie over the computer. Then she got really offended and defriended me on Facebook. Now all they got is loneliness. Blew that one. Damn it. <laughs> I can relate. I, I, uh, I'm attracted. That's to kind of funny. <laughs> I like trashy women, you know. Trashy women fun. are fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know they're going to put out. Be. Yeah. Whereas, I don't know, like women who are kind of, uh, well, you know, you got the Madonna whore complex. So the Madonna types tend to be boring. They may not put out. They, um, they just might, they're high maintenance. That's another thing. They're, that's that's a big pain in the ass. Whereas uh, I think with, you know, the whore side of the equation, not that they're necessarily a whore, but, you know, uh, they tend to, they like uh, as long as you could maybe get them drunk or high or something. They don't demand as much. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, definitely. They're like low maintenance. <laughs> I like to call it low maintenance. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. don't require much to like be happy. Oh, man. Um, it reminds me of uh, workaholics. 
you ever, you ever watch that show, Workaholics? I have, no. Is okay. Like, is it sketch comedy? What's that? Uh, yeah, it's it's not really sketch comedy. It's like, it. well, uh, hard to explain. Um, It's like, they got four seasons, and, like, they do shows, right? Like, it's like, they work at a tele, I think it's called Telecorp. It's like a... Um, what was it? A telecommunicate, um, telemarketer thing. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like, you know, they're stoners, they're fucking whatever, like, they don't really give a shit about their job. And, um, there is a part where, um, I'm gonna find her fucking name. You know, the uh, fucking Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica? I never saw that. No. Oh man, justified. Uh, as far as trashy women in TV goes, I would have done Meredith from The Office. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. Starbuck. And she seemed to give it up to, to almost any guy, so she didn't. There was no fortress in her pants. So. Katie Sackoff. That's the name I'm looking for. So Katie Sackhoff in Workaholics plays like a fucking wicked trashy chick. She's so good. And like she's a sci-fi like paramour, I guess you could say. Like they fucking she's wicked. Sci-fi amazing chick. Hilarious too cuz she's in a lot of like robot chicken sketches. But um Hang on. I'm going to find you the clip because you need to see this later. You'll be like, yeah, no, this is... <laughs> she is... <laughs> oh, and she's in Big Bang Theory a lot, too, because it's ner- nerd stuff, right? But um, um, Funny, I was thinking today about Krista's life. I keep having flashbacks from it, and yet I didn't live it and I didn't witness it, but the stuff she's told me about... It's just so outrageous that I keep, I just, I'll keep thinking about it spontaneously. Yeah. Which is why the movie would be so good if I had ever made it. Yeah, right? I mean, it was so much potential. Yeah. Yeah, I can't find that clip. They don't, they don't have it. It's like you gotta watch the fucking show. Which sucks. Mm. I hate that. Like, it's like when you want to find, like, a certain thing and it's not there. It's like, this should be there. This is gold. Like, this is fucking comedy gold. Anyway. But you looking at YouTube? <laughs> yeah, I was looking on YouTube for, like, just the one clip. But it don't, it's not, it does not exist. I watched the movie uh, Old School because of that scene where the guy says, I'm here for the gangbang. Oh, just yeah. Disappointed by most of the movie. It was just that one scene I liked. That was it. And <laughs> there's a great T-shirt for that, but they don't. Ha- they didn't have it in my size. But uh, Yeah, no, that guy's wicked. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm here for the gangbang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what it's been like for, because um, there have been a few occasions when 
like a porn actress would would break a record for gang bangs like 500 guys or something over the course of one day what does that feel like at the end of the day like fuck could you imagine doing probably that? like a lot of like the same dick <laughs> she'd have to be sore it depends. well yeah i mean it, it depends like i mean you'd want to kind of well, that's precautions, we'll say. Well, that would be one ex- instance where it would be a relief if the guys had small dicks, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Take a baby arm every time for from 300 guys. That would be yeah. Hard. That would be that'd be painful. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. If they're all like fucking baby arm kind of shit, like fuck that, no. <laughs> yeah, that takes stamina. <laughs> I'll take stamina for 500, Jebek. <laughs> One way guys can increase their stamina is to put cocaine on the knob because it numbs it up, though it's not as pleasurable for them. And it's not really a good idea for a woman gynecologically to have cocaine going in there, but that's one option. Well, I mean, you can do it. Like, I've not had any issues. <laughs> Stand corrected. <laughs> but I mean, that's something that I don't do often. Oh. And like, we're gonna just maybe like bleep out some things. <laughs> oh. Was that actress Pam Greer did Richard Pryor, and he wanted to do that, but she wouldn't do it because. She just felt like if cocaine's going in there, it's going to do some damage. So she's just like, fuck that. So, well, maybe it's not, maybe it wouldn't really make anything. I mean, if you can. Not really. It just like eventually gets absorbed. Yeah, I guess. Into your membranes and stuff. Well, I mean, if you can snort that up your nose for 10 years, I guess you can put in there once and nothing terrible will happen. Or twice or a few times. (laughs) (laughs) it does create some interesting sensations though i will say that well i've never done it as a drug so i don't really know what the sensations are like honestly not my favorite like i've like revisited it and like i'm like oh why do i do this like I don't know what they put in it now, but it's whatever they put in it is not things that should be in your face. <laughs> yeah, they cut it with all kinds of shit, right? It feels like fucking glass. <laughs> Sometimes you're just like, the back of my eyeballs hurt. <laughs> I wonder if they mix it with meth or something like that. Um, I mean, I hear it's usually fentanyl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, and diuretics. Direct. See, if they legalized it, it would just be pure organic cocaine and, and you wouldn't do any more damage. Oh, man. Like, dude, you'd be like, you couldn't, you could. <sighs> okay. So, as much as I like to do that, you do need to cut it with something. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is it true yeah. that it's a guy impotent? Not all men, no. Oh. But most men, yes. Mm. Coke dick and whiskey dick are weird. Like they're real. 
Well, I think if they hurt some people, if the heart is beating too fast, that can create a problem in that regard. Oh, it's like mental shit too. Yeah. Things just ain't connecting, you know, like. <laughs> well, if it if it makes them feel anxiety, that could definitely affect it because anxiety is bad for man's potency. Yeah. Potency. Yeah. <laughs> which is why they have fluffers on film sets, porn sets, because. You know, especially if it's his first time, because getting it up in front of a like a group of oh yeah, shit, yeah, like a lot of guys think, oh right on, I'll get paid to have sex, but people are watching you on the fucking set, like the boom operator, the cameraman, yeah, on watching you. Like I once acted just in a regular movie, and that even that was weird. You know what I mean? Like they're all watching you, and and you have to emote and. It's it's a strange thing, and so and I thought having sex like this must be really really weird. I mean, women can fake orgasms, but a man can't fake an erection. So, which is why they take Viagra and have fluffers. So. Yeah, that's very true. Ah, uh, fluffer, what a job, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like almost. Guess there'd be quite a few unenthusiastic hand jobs going on. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, maybe they'd get a prostitute or someone who was just done that for meth money. Like, hey, you girl on the street. <laughs> <laughs> well, she would do it if you know if she got the money. Addicts will do anything for money. So. <laughs> All right, so is is that the end? I think we've done them all. I think that's right. the end. All right, well, so we have, uh, let me see. Yes, we're over an hour. Some of it will be cut out. but <laughs> eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you so, can add, like, other stuff to, like, my little, like, Jeopardy thing there. Yeah, that's right. If you want. Like, just stick some other things over top of it. It'll be good. It'll be good. I'll shorten the music, but I'll I'll keep the the brownie story in. Do that. The brown. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So for so those you know, of you a little a little chunk of the music. So those of you who listen and who may even watch the Papo videos, we're gonna get very intoxicated this coming Saturday because it's our St. Patrick's Day Papo video. What are you going to? Are you going to drink or are you going to smoke? What are you planning to do? I'm doing both. Both, eh? I'm, I'm smoking weed because it is green after all. I so. am, I'm smoking weed because it's green, but I'm drinking whiskey because I am Irish. Yep, I'm part Irish too. Yeah. So. It's gonna be interesting. I, yeah, and it's so funny because I was like, for the longest time, I'm like, I was like, bitch. I ain't Irish. Why did I fucking celebrate it? And then I learned about like what it was actually about. I'm like, bitch. I'm Irish, like, well, I found out later, too, that I was also Irish. Bitch, I'm Irish. Why would I celebrate this? Yeah, right. You know, like, but I'm like, now I'm like, bitch, I'm Irish. Y'all can't fucking, it's like, like, I'm drinking on this goddamn day because I deserve it. Like, it's funny how it kind of, like, does that fucking crazy-ass roller coaster of, emotions where you're just like <laughs> first you don't know then you know then yeah. you're like 
well, fuck you all. You ain't Irish. And I know what y'all did to us. So I'm drinking. <laughs> Just occurred to me now to play House of Pain during that episode. Yes. Uh, yeah. That, that, and like, oh man, some some good old Ian McShane tunes, man. Yes, Pogues, yes. Dude, you need to get some Pogues on there. Actually, there's like, there's some of him just like drinking in a bar and he like sings and the whole bar goes quiet. I love those ones because it's just like, it's just him singing and he's like, he doesn't have the best voice, but he has a good voice. Yeah. He's got such a fucking wicked Irish fucking folk voice. Yeah. Yeah. He's a professional alcoholic. It's, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely professional alcoholic. With Him and Tom Waits. Tom Waits was a professional alcoholic, too. Yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's all for now. And uh, you, so, you, you have shot your- our load. Yes. Welcome to talking to you again uh, Saturday night. Yes. All right. Can't wait. All right, you take care. All right, you as well. All right, have a good night. You too. Bye-bye.